Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Monday, November 29th and Tuesday, November 30th of 2021. Uh, I apologize for missing yesterday. It was honestly just like a really light day. Um, And Mondays are the day off that I have from work work and like my day job. And sometimes I just have a lazy day. But like yesterday, um, I was actually kind of running around town and um getting stuff for the packages for the etsy shop for this podcast so shop the daily royal please go check it out uh it's the holiday season um free shipping if you're in the u.s um you know all the good things so i was running around looking for um packaging materials for that i didn't find what i wanted uh i did eventually find it online um and so that will be here soon but um Stay tuned. If you order from there, you'll get some really cool packaging. Um, I hope, at least. I still got to find a couple of things, but we'll get there. Um, So that was a lot of yesterday. Um, And then it was just like a super duper chill day in terms of like the Royals, um, which we're going to look. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We're going to see a lot more of this um, with the new variant with new lockdown measures and measures taking place. Um, It's just a thing we're going to see a lot of. It sucks a little bit, um, but it's okay. So we're just going to jump right in. We're going to start with the British royal family um, as there was only like one event in Belgium um, yesterday. So King Philippe met with a new commander for NATO, not like the commander, um, but like a commander for something um, who has a temporary posting. I think they're temporary. I don't think you join NATO for life. I could be wrong, though. Um I think, but anyway, this commander is from the Netherlands, so they had a meeting because NATO is housed in Brussels. Um, So that is all that was really going on there. Um, There were certainly a couple of other things, but like, um, you know, the Monday traditional meeting with the prime minister, again, held over the phone. Uh, Today he met with the minister of defense, things like that. Um, But that's what was going on there. Um, So now we are going to jump over to the British royal family. It was a little hard also yesterday um, to talk about the UK events because really nothing had happened yet. Um, so the Prince of Wales was in Barbados for um, the their Independence Day, essentially, um, which we'll talk about in just a second. But that, so he arrived at like 11.30 um the night before, so like 24 hours before the Independence National Day ceremony thing took place. Um, but 
like he didn't do any events throughout the course of the day, at least to my knowledge. I think he had some like private things, but like he didn't have any public events. So there wasn't anything to talk about other than his arrival at 11.30 on Sunday night in Barbados. Um, and then, like, the ceremony was not held until midnight, 11.30, on Monday night. So, like, it started at 11.30. Charles arrived to this event at 11.45 p.m. Um, even if I had recorded a podcast... It would have been long uploaded and scheduled by 11.45. Um, And so there just, like, wasn't anything to talk about there. Um, But now it's been a full 24 hours. Plenty has happened. Um, So we'll talk about the celebration in Barbados yesterday. Uh, Well, yeah, I guess. Technically today, it's still very confusing because it was less than 24 hours ago here. But, again, it's just very confusing. Um, So, in terms of Barbados, they are a country that, up until today, um, the queen was the head of state. Um, Similarly to how she is the head of state in Canada um, and some other countries as well, she was the head of state in Barbados. Barbados has been fighting for independence due to um, a long, painful history of colonialism and slavery that, like, the British Empire did them dirty. Like, it wasn't good. It was ugly. Um, this is something that Charles acknowledged in his ex- his speech um, last night. But, like... Um, it's It was pretty terrible. And so they were seeking to rectify this and, you know, bring back their culture and their ideas, which they had done, um, certainly in modern time, but, like, still not completely. Um, so a little while ago, I don't know exactly when this happened, they became, they announced their intention to become an independent country still within the Commonwealth of Nations. Um, and that's what happened. Uh, so they elected um, a president, and they are now a parliamentary republic. So similar to um, Portugal and France, these are parliamentary republics. They don't have a monarch. They have a head of state who is typically referred to as a president. Um, Italy is another one of these examples. Um, Certainly there are more, um, but those are the three that come to mind. Um, and then they have a prime minister with the government. So the governor general, which is the title of, um, a, basically the queen's representative in a country that she is a head of state of. So there's a governor general of Canada. There's a governor general in, um, Australia and New Zealand. And like these people are, the 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 head the highest representative in that country obviously if queen elizabeth sits foot in that country obviously she becomes then the highest person um but in regards to that it is the governor general and so the governor general was actually elected to be the president um she 
is a woman. Um, obviously a, well, okay, this is not an obvious thing, but she is a black woman, which to me is an obvious thing because Barbados and Caribbean culture, uh, most of them are people of color and black. Um, and I don't know. I like, that's what struck me is that their first <laughs> head of state within their own right was a black woman. I, I love it. Um, so the ceremony happened, like I said, uh, with the official like oath happening at midnight, um, to start the, they became independent on November 30th. So at 12 AM or 12.01 AM exactly, uh, they started with a head of state as the president. Um, so this is not the first time that Charles or the queen have gone to, um, an independence thing like this. Um, Hong Kong had one when they became independent, um, and entered into like the one country to government situation that they have with China. Um, and, and there have been others as well. Um, that have become independent, but still again within the Commonwealth. So Charles attended, um, and then he had some events today in relation as well. So he, um, attended this morning, the reception held at state house, I think. So it used to be called something else. I think it used to be called government house. And they have changed the name to State House to represent the um, change in government. So um, that is what was going on. Um, let's see. It was very lovely. Um, I was very concerned about the late hour. Um, just it was literally over. So I watched a good bit of it. Um, and then I got kind of bored. Sorry, I did. Um, at like one, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm, I think I'm tapping out. Um, and then I would like periodically, I didn't sleep last night. So I would periodically check on it um, just to see what was going on. And eventually it ended. Um, I remember seeing some fireworks at like 2.15 or something like that. So it was like a long night. Um, and then this morning, there was that reception hosted by the president. Um, the prime minister also gave a speech in which she thanked Charles for his attendance. Um, and yeah, so that is the Barbados Independence National Day celebration thing. Um, Queen Elizabeth also sent some messages of support as well. Um, but again, sending Charles is a huge deal. Um, so that is what was going on for Charles. And then also today, um, on the 30th, the Duke of Cambridge visited Leeds, which is in Yorkshire, um, to learn about and to meet with organizations that have supported new refugees from as Afghanistan, because obviously there has been a influx of Afghan refugees, um, recently, since August, um, due to that whole unfortunate situation going on in that country. Um, so he 
met with the Refugee Council, um, which is a group that is supporting the rebuilding of these refugees' lives in the UK, making sure that it is done well, um, and providing stability. So that is super important. Um, and then he also visited a youth charity called Catch, um, which was awarded the Queen's Award for Voluntary Service of 2021, I think. Um, and so he also delivered that prize. So that is what was going on in the UK. Um, there wasn't a lot going on in Denmark, but we are going to just jump over and talk about them with like a transition and everything. So let's go ahead and move to Denmark now. Denmark. Like I said, there's not a lot to talk about with the Danish royal family. So Crown Prince Frederick had an event yesterday um, where he attended a meeting of the jury for the sports name of the year. So this is an award given to an athlete every single year um, who has really made a name for themselves in, you know, it for in, in this case in 2021. Um, I have my suspicions already just because of the uh, summer Euro situation that Denmark had. Um, but we'll see if I'm right. I could be wrong. Um, I just have my suspicions, but that will be awarded in early January. I think the date is like January 8th or something like that. Um, so that will be coming up. Um, but Frederick sits on that committee. He is a member of that jury. So he is part of the group making the decision. Um, so that was what was going on yesterday in and of itself, not a huge event, not a big deal. Um, however, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, royal websites because today uh, the Danish royal family launched a new website. Um, so obviously I use a royal website every day. Um, I use seven of them every single day. Um, and sometimes if a royal is visiting like another monarchy. So for example, when Charles and Camilla went to Jordan, I was using the Jordan Royal House's website as well. Um, because that provides some good stuff. And so I am a expert in what the websites look like. Um, and like what I want to see from them. And I like the look of the Danish Royal Household's website. Like I like the look a lot. I can't find anything. And I think that's partially because it's new, but like user interface wise, it's not very intuitive. Like it's just not. And it makes me so sad because it's beautiful. Like it's very aesthetically pleasing, but I can't find the things I need, which is really unfortunate. Um, and I did just have the thought though that I wanted to see if I could save photos because this is my biggest problem with the Danish Royal Household's website is they post beautiful photos, but you can't ever save them, which is a big problem. But I did just check and I think now you can, which is very exciting to me because there are times when they put up an event and I want to, you know, take a peek at it and do all the things. Oh no, you still can't do it with every single photo. 
Uh, okay, well, such is life. Um, sorry. So anyway, it's, you just can't always save the photos, which is fine in a normal world, but in my world, it's frustrating. Um, but anyway, that is a little update. They have certainly improved. They are no longer one of my least favorite websites. Um, I know the Dutch Royal House is probably in the pro or the, not the Dutch, the Norwegian Royal House is probably in this process as well. Um, because they did recently have like a a survey on their website for what people wanted to see out of it. I don't know how quickly that will happen, um, but I will say for sure, um, probably my favorite website, just if you're interested, um, the Spanish Royal Household's website is pretty good. It's, it doesn't always work. <laughs> um, like it doesn't always load, which is annoying, but when it works, it's great. Um, and it has the most like accurate archive that you can search. I don't know. It's just really great with photos and videos all in the event description. I don't know. It's lovely. Um, it's cumbersome and clunky, but like, don't change it to where I can't use it because it's really, um, you can just look through a lot, which is really great. Um, so anyway, and then least favorite is normally, um, sometimes it's the Belgian Royal household. There's just like, it looks good, but it's super not serviceable. Like I, I hardly ever get any in my, of my information on their events from their website other than like what's coming up. Um, because the photos, they don't post, um, actual quality photos on their website. They also, um, don't do a very good descriptions on there. Like they literally just copy and paste their tweets. So it's easier to just use social media. Um, but then also like the British Royal household's website is clunky there because it's so popular. There's a lot. Um, but anyway, that is what was going on in Denmark. That's my little tangent on websites. Um, and so now we are going to move over to the Dutch Royal household. Netherlands. In the Netherlands, so again, things are still pretty chill in the Netherlands. Um, the press of in the Netherlands have been told uh, to expect a decision on the state visit to Greece in the coming days. Um, my expectation is that it'll be postponed. Um, we'll see if I'm right, but I just, that's what I foresee happening. Um, I'm, a, I'm getting a little nervous about Princess Amalia's 18th, like her appointment to the Council of State. Um, and not super nervous because I think it'll, I mean, it, it happens like the day she turns 18, she's a member of the Council of State. Um, that part is like written in stone. It's a done deal. Um, but what I want is the like official piece of it. Um, I'm getting a little worried about that, but again, obviously health and safety come first. Um, so that's a huge deal. 
Um, but today there were a couple of different events for Queen Maxima. So she attended um, a launch of the of a regional debt lab. So um, this is a project that she has been working on for a while. Um, there was a huge push in summer last year um, on this project that is basically striving to do um, a debt-free Netherlands or like at least tackle the debt problem. So as with everywhere else, there is a a debt issue. Um, I don't even know that I would consider it a problem. I don't really understand it all, um, but of like personal debt. So not on, not like national debt or anything. Um, I don't know what their national debt looks like, but this is, um, there's been a lot of initiative to get that taken care of. Um, and of course, Queen Maxima being the financial person that she is, um, has been playing a huge role. So a regional debt lab, which is basically an educational opportunity, um, and a way to learn about debt and things like that, um, was opened today. And of course, Maxima was there for that. Um, and then she also visited the Taylor's, um, Taylor's Museum, which is dedicated to Peter Taylor, um, who is an, a, a person, a Dutch person, um, who was really involved in the Enlightenment movement, um, in the 1700s, 18th century. Um, so other like enlightenment thinkers were, um, you know, Ben Franklin was a part of like that world. Um, and some others, but like, those are the, that's the one that comes to mind immediately. Um, and so, um, in, 17 something when he passed he left his home and artifacts and like collection uh to be created into a museum to learn more about him as well as the things he was learning um so that um there was a new wing opened of the museum that was a restored um his home was restored and preserved um and so now it is a new wing of the museum. So that is what was going on in the Netherlands. So now we can go ahead and move over to Norway. Norway. In Norway, there were two events, so one yesterday and one today. Um, so yesterday, King Harald and Crown Prince Akun visited um, the Museum of Defense in Oslo, which um, has opened up a new exhibit called King Harald V, His Legacy and Deed, um, which is basically a full-on exhibit dedicated to King Harald, the current king. Um, and his 30 years so far on the throne, um, his dedication to Norway and his role as commander in chief. So, um, the Norwegian 
monarch is always um, or has always been um, the head of the military as well. This is not the case in every single country, I don't think. So, like, I don't think King Carl Gustav is head of the military of Sweden. He might be, but I don't think he is. Um, it's a it's a rare thing. So, like, Queen Elizabeth is the commander-in-chief. Um, King Felipe is the commander-in-chief. Um, but, like, not every single monarch is. I think... It's Denmark and Sweden, but maybe not even Denmark. And I'm not a hundred percent sure it's Sweden, but I like I'm ninety-five percent sure that Sweden's commander in chief is not the king. Um so that is what the exhibit was focused on. It was great. They were both in uniform, which I thought was really fun. Um I do find it strange that we <laughs> King Harald has an exhibit already, like for him. Um, I don't know if we're coming up on his 30th anniversary, though. Um, maybe we are. It might have been in 92, which is almost 30 years ago. Maybe we are. Um, actually, okay. So, no, it was this year. It was this year. They celebrated that this year. Um... Yeah, there were photos. I kind of remember this now. This was in, like, January. <laughs> I forgot. Um, but anyway, this was almost a year ago. But, so, obviously it's marking that anniversary. Um, but still, it is kind of odd to think about him having a museum exhibit already. Um, but also, I prefer it this way. Um, so that is go what was going on yesterday, and then today, Crown Prince Akun took part in the first ever Future Meeting, which is a new initiative of the Crown Prince Couple Foundation um, that will bring together young people from throughout the country, so from throughout Norway, um, and they will be able to meet with, like, Norwegian business people and leaders and people in charge of making big decisions that affect young people a lot more than they affect others um and to really have those discussions about the future and what's coming and going um and like what young people are looking for um because I think that's sometimes where the disconnect is like young people have different goals than um you know their their parents or I, I guess even, you know, younger people than me have different goals than me, um, just in general, like generally, generally speaking. Um, and so just having them be able to have a forum to discuss that, I think is so important and so cool. Um, so anyway, that is what was going on in Norway over the past couple of days. So now we are going to move over to the Spanish royal family. In Spain, because it's Spain, there there were a few things. So yesterday there were two events, today there were three events. Um, it just never stops in Spain. So like, this is a quieter week, but like, only because I don't think there's anything scheduled tomorrow 
<laughs> because Felipe is going to Colombia, like the country of Colombia, um, for things starting on Thursday. So like, it's quiet tomorrow. Um, but that's it. There, there's just no breaks for them ever. Um, like ever. So anyway, the poor Spanish Royals. Um, so yesterday King Felipe attended the graduation of the judicial school in, um, I think it was in Barcelona where he delivered, um, well actually he delivered a ton of the diplomas, but also to the top student. Um, and then he was just part of the like diploma, um, reception line. So like Every single person seated at the head table got a stack of diplomas to hand out. Felipe was one of those people at the head table, so he delivered some as well, as well as the Minister of Justice, um, the head of the Supreme Court, Constitutional Court, I don't know, um, a head of a court, uh, the head of the judiciary. Anyway, um, so... He attended that, where he gave a speech, again, focused on achievements of the students and their commitment to the country um, and the work. So most of the people who graduate in the judicial, like, school from the Ministry of Justice um, go on to be, like, what we would consider um, public defenders or public, like, or prosecutors, um, they go into public service that way. Not all, like, some will go into a private situation, um, but most do. And this is not, they're not necessarily lawyers, but they're within the judicial pro, uh, realm. <laughs> so that is what was going on first. And then in the evening, he attended, um, the, oh gosh, Carl Ferrer Salat uh, Award Ceremony, um, again in Barcelona, um, and this was a celebration of the 250th anniversary of the Foment de Tribal, um, which is a company or a an organization that honors businesses and businessmen and women now um, for their work promoting. Um, I think it's very specifically to Catalonia. Like I think. A lot of these businesses are based in Catalonia, like, uh, like a bank. Anyway, there's just like a lot of Catalonian involvement. Obviously, um, I think the names of the organization and the businesses are in Catalan, um, which is its own language in Spain. It is an official language of Spain. It's just not, um, when we think of Spanish here in the States, we think of Castilian Spanish, not, um, Catalan, but Catalonia does have their own language that is used pretty heavily, actually. Um, I saw photos over the weekend of someone at a wedding in Barcelona, um, which is a weird segue here. Um, but they used both, uh, Catalan and Castilian to, um, like write welcome, which is bienvenido in, uh, Castilian and bienvenu in, um, Catalan. So Catalan sounds a little more French because of its proximity to France. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's really cool. Um, 
So I think that's what this was specifically honoring. And then we get to today. Um, so this morning, King Felipe and Queen Letizia held some meetings at Zarzuela, which is their um, official, like, working palace. Um, and so first they met with a tennis player, so Garbinier Muguoza Blanco, um, who recently won the... Um, Acron, Acron WTA finals. So she's, like I said, a tennis player, women's tennis player, um, and won these finals in Mexico. She is the first Spaniard to do so. Um, the last time a Spaniard got even to the final was in 93, which is 28 years ago. Um, and then they also... Um, so obviously that was a huge deal. And then afterwards they hosted a meeting with representatives of the Princess of Girona Foundation. Um, I don't know if this is like the big meeting. So usually in December, I understand that it is November 30th. So I'm conceding that this could be the big meeting. Um, they will hold a large scale meeting with the members of the Princess of Girona Foundation. So typically that's like the board, some of the jury, um, like it's a huge meeting. This one was pretty small. Um, but if it is the big meeting, then that ruins my hopes of Leonor making an appearance at the, the big meeting because it's already happened and obviously she's in Wales. Um, but anyway, so tangent again. Um, so then also today, King Felipe attended a dinner to mark the meeting of the General Assembly of the World Tourism Organization, um, which started today and is going for the next few days, um, in Madrid. Um, so Madrid is just getting picked for a lot of things, like big, big things that are being held. And I'm not sure if that's because Spain is just relatively open, um, in, especially right now in comparison to their other European counterparts, like they are just very open. Like they have kind of for a long time just been running business as usual with some modifications. Um, like they are just open to things. Um, but Anyway, Felipe gave a speech focused on the modern challenges of tourism of the, you know, 21st century, but even more so of the past couple of, can you believe I'm about to be able to say a couple of years and have it be completely accurate? Like, we have been doing this for a very long time. Like, a very long time. Um... So obviously tourism now is a completely different ball game than it was two years ago. Um, and so that was part of his discussion as well. Um, so that is what was going on in Spain. So now let's go ahead and finish up our episode with the Swedish royal family. Sweden. Sweden, one of the perks to only recording every other day is with specific regards to the Swedish royal family, they don't post their evening events until the next day. They have very good work-life balance, which is how I'm choosing to look at it. Previously, I was annoyed by it, which I still am, to be honest, but, like, someone has to put that stuff online. Like, a lot of it is 
automatic, but, like, someone has to put the photos and, like, do the write-up and do those things. Um, and good for them that they're not doing it at 10 o'clock at night. Like, good for them. Um, so anyway, well, um, tangent, and we'll go to that in a second, but we'll start with the morning event on yesterday. So yesterday morning, Prince Daniel took part in an event with the Prince Daniel Fellowship, which was a conversation, um, talking or a conversation about entrepreneurship and high school students. Um, so I think it was held at like a school, um, and there was just like some panel discussion, some round tables, lots of different things going on. Um, you know, giving high school students the information about entrepreneurship, which I thought was really cool. Um, and then in the evening, so Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel attended a gathering of the Royal, uh, nope, I think it's just the Academy of Music. Maybe it's the Royal Academy of Music. Um, which is a similar to what we have seen um, with like the Royal Academy of Engineering Sciences and things like that. Um, it is a gala event that a representative from the royal family attends um, to present awards and also just celebrate the academy within itself. Um, and we see a lot of these in November and December. Um, so they're kind of like in a lead up to the Nobels, um, but also like they're obviously in their own thing. Um, and so they're just gala events, no tiara, but like, um, orders, like sashes for the orders that, uh, in this case, Victoria and Daniel have, um, ball gowns, white tie, etc. Um, so Victoria delivered these awards and then it was also the celebration of the 250th anniversary for the Royal Academy of Music as well. So that was a big thing. Um, also her dress was really pretty. Um, love it kind of wish she had worn that last week with the state visit, but I love the dress she wore. Do not get me wrong. I love that dress. I, it's beautiful. Um, it just felt very spring. Like it's a very spring summer floral dress. And so this one was like black and more wintry. I don't know. I just liked it more, but Hey, when you've got this many gala things in a month, fine, do what you need to do, girl. Um, so that was yesterday. And then this morning, here we go again. Uh, King Carl Gustav and Crown Princess Victoria attended a council of state meeting with the new government of Sweden. So if you remember in the special episode of the Swed Spanish state visit to Sweden, I talked about this whole government shitstorm that was happening um <laughs> while the state visit was occurring like on day one of the state visit um so that had a you know pretty unfortunate conclusion last week um but this week the prime minister was named again so officially now uh she has you know she's made it more than 12 hours um the new prime minister of Sweden, uh, for the first time in Swedish history is a woman, um, which is amazing. I am a little sad that, um, there isn't a trifecta of women right now running Denmark, Sweden, and Norway. Um, like there could have been cause the Danish prime minister is a woman as well. And up until October, um, mid October, the Norwegian prime minister was a woman as well. Um, so that was really cool, 
but obviously just like history making for Sweden, I am sure that they, especially like young girls and women are very excited about this. Um, and probably saying it's about time because it's about time. Um, so anyway, today she and her government met with the king and crown princess to start like officially her term. So now this didn't really happen last week. So now you can officially Google who the prime minister of Sweden is and get the correct answer um, without it being a confusing situation. So that was this morning. And then also today, uh, Crown Princess Victoria and Prince Daniel attended a seminar that was um, organized by the by their foundation. So the Crown Princess Couple Foundation. Um, on, so the seminar was on music and movement, um, which is, of course, something um, that they, not so much the music component, but of course, that's a huge piece. Um, the movement component is something that they focus on a lot, um, which I love, um, especially for children. I mean, that's what Generation Pep is. It's like all about getting children outside and moving. Um, and so this was a similar thing about like how to move and incorporate music and movement into day-to-day -day life. So that is what was going on in Sweden for the past two days. That is what has been going on everywhere. So a couple of things for housekeeping and then we'll finish up. Um, please check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram. Both of those have been updated with... Um, photos and video or photos from the past two days of events. So please check that out. They will also have, um, monthly engagement counts on them, hopefully by tonight. Um, it's kind of late, but like, I think I can get it all done. I don't sleep anyway. So like, it's fine. Um, <laughs> you guys, I'm having a vacation at the end of December and it cannot come fast enough. <laughs> like it just, it can't. Um, Anyway, okay, I can do this. So those will be up um, so you can see like how many events each royal did um, over the past month. Um, other things coming up, please check out Shop the Daily Royal on Etsy. Um, lots of cool things there. <laughs> Starting to think about some new products, um, which is exciting. So those probably won't launch for a while. Um, probably after the holiday, just because um, that's when I'll have like a break in my life and hopefully get my head on a little bit straighter, um, <laughs> go back to sleeping normally, all those things. Um, but yeah, so that's coming up, but the shop is still super active right now, um, so please go check that out. Um, and yeah, I think those are all the housekeeping things. So I'm going to finish up this episode. Please like and review this podcast wherever you are listening. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.